You're listening to the Words with KB podcast, a weekly podcast and web show where we handle thought provoking taboo conversations from the perspective of the traditional black male versus the modern black male. I'm joined by my co-host, Basic Logic, where he mostly just talks shit, but he also represents the traditional black male on the show. I'm your host, KB. Let's get into the episode. finally survived february uh we started off with a dude's guys to sex now we went to online dating we explored expectations with amy g and now we reached the this might be the final conclusion of this little relationship series here and this is the married episode now this was recorded a while back um this was right before basic logic and his wife tessa just got married so um Enjoy this episode. We are welcomed by Amy G with Refined Vision. Make sure y'all follow her on Instagram. And we kind of go into the the breakdown of some questions you probably need to ask yourself before you get married. So it's a very, um, very interesting topic, especially with shows out like Love is Blind. So uh, check this out, man. And y'all let me know what's y'all, who's your favorite couple on Love is Blind. I'd like to hear that. But y'all take it easy, man. Enjoy the episode. Peace. Turn it up on your radio. Get the app on your cell phone. I'm gonna forget what I said. <laughs> yeah, right. that was your good. Your was really yeah. good. Yeah. Point. yeah. Oh man. All right, here we go. Come on. If I mess up this time, we're gonna have to run it back. God damn, now it ain't that type of podcast now. Yeah. <laughs> right. Welcome to another edition of Words with KB. Another episode. Not an edition. Welcome to another episode of Words with KB. <laughs> I haven't even had a drink yet. Uh, to my left, I have my man, Basic Logic. Yep. Um, to my right, we have a returning guest, mm-hmm. special guest. Mm-hmm. But, you know, she's always special, but this is her, her second time on the show, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, could you give them a spill, please? I am Amy Gaskin. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I am the in-house therapist for Words with KB. Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm here to give the therapeutic perspective to all of the um, outlandish outlandish and intuitive things that they come up with on their um on such topics so. oh yeah and we definitely need you like on every episode but Absolutely. we can't have that so um so yeah <laughs> so we also have somebody else here we did not ignore her but we want basic logic to uh do the introductions and i know you're usually short with these introductions but i want you to use words mm. you know sentences oh, yeah. a paragraph maybe no, yeah, it, it'll, it'll, be, yeah, it'll be short again. Uh, that, that wouldn't be basic of me if I. Oh, that's very true. Uh, but yeah, to my left here, I have um, soon to be Miss Basic. <laughs> no, no, no. Bruh, that's a shirt. No, 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 no. That's a shirt. No, no, no. Miss, <laughs> Miss Tessa. Hey, Wifey Tessa. To be. Hold on, man. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, <laughs> so, uh, um, we're going to jump right in, man. I wanted to talk about that. Uh, what's that? Uh, what was that story on Facebook about a week ago? People, uh, everybody was up in arms about the guy, the Tinder guy or whatever. Oh, talking about finessing the lady? Yeah. 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 And I guess he, 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 he roped her in. Well, if you don't know the story, this guy met this girl online. So all this happened within a week time span. He met her online, met her the same day. 
convinced this story says he convinced her that she was in love with him. You know, she he they got engaged and they started looking for a house. And then he said one week. One week. So he said he needed eighty K to put down yeah. on the house. You know, so they both can go, I guess, a piece, 80, 80. Or, no, or it was for furniture for the house. He said, I need 80K for furniture for the house. And she gave the 80K over. And my man, with was, the bag. Was this Oprah? Because I'm trying to figure out, first of all, I don't know what type of house you buying that you got to put 80K for. Bro, this was in, uh, so the guy lives in Gwinnett. Uh, he met her in Alpharetta. So... Still in oh, house with 80, 80k. Alpharetta down on it, bro. Bro, them houses a million plus. Yeah, this was the, the furniture. This for the furniture. Yeah, but even for the house, eighty k for the house, bro. In Alpharetta, no, he ain't put eighty k down. But the the house, I mean, you get a house in Alpharetta, you talking about a million plus, nah, maybe. You are not putting eighty k down though. Shit, he, that's he what he told him. Cash. People do that maybe like get a loan, but they ain't putting eighty k down well, unless, unless you like. Uh, Entertainer or something. I don't know. Don't well, know. it was. I don't know. I figured it was the. Uh, she was stupid. I hope he out there living his best life. Well, the police looking for him because this is like the third or fourth time he did, it, and he did it in different states too. What's his? <laughs> what's the charge going to be? He didn't rob her. She it's theft by deception. If that's the case, it should be a lot of women in Atlanta in jail. Yes, this is true. But niggas don't. I mean, girls. <laughs> girls don't be getting eighty k though. Please, they get more than that. They might get, get a day get or eighty k a month in child support. What? Okay. What child? That's what children. man with the reach. I'm talking about, <laughs> no, I'm talking about one off. Just because this is a one off, because that's that's a crazy thing. But the, these women where they have these babies by these entertainers and athletes, and then they take them to court. They don't even have a job themselves, and they take them to court, and they get. Oh, We, <laughs> we're supposed to take the shots by now anyway. The dramatic pause was because yeah. Kelvin just spilled his drink, which he's used to doing. But that being said, let's take you the know, shots. You did do that last time, too. Bro, oh, you the, you're not here for like the recall stuff. I just was. Come on, y'all. Let's take know, these. Uh, find trends, you know. <laughs> I'm the trend guy, okay? Amy, yours, yours look. Uh, it don't have you no bubbles. You did bubble. that last time, too. It don't huh? have no bubbles. All right, I'm going to have to pour again. It's a flat drink. Man, people shouldn't <laughs> shot uh, rum like this rum. Yeah, he spilled on a computer and the phone. Mm-hmm. Didn't Takia do that last night? Must be something about Sundays. We ain't supposed to be drinking on Sunday. That's the Lord <laughs> spilling that drink. Yeah, that's got the flat drink. <laughs> Bro, I was gonna get the bottle of wine, but I ain't had no time. I would have liked that more. I it would have. It would have fit. Uh-huh. I got some wine up there now. We can pop that bottle if y'all want to. Oh Lord, you know what I'm saying? Damn, this shit got water. Water. All right. Um, yeah, but like I was saying, it's it's a, it's a lot of finessing that goes on on the women's side, and they get them for way way more money than that. It's not a you know some but not all, but it is some finessing going on that happens a lot more. People just always bring it up, just like you heard about the Mary J. Blige thing with oh, her ex manager getting all that money. I'm like, but people don't talk about. Uh, Khalees baby mama wasn't all that money and I'm like where Nas getting all this money from I get, Nas must own his masters or something like that cause I ain't know he was caked up like that to sure. be getting 100k a month like what type of is he? huh? he is in that? I know he's got that big um, deal with Hennessy that's uh, probably giving him a lot of money but he must own like his masters or something like that to be able to have 
that much money because I think she's getting about a hundred k a month, which is crazy. I'm like, what are but you doing? He got, does he have the kids? Or I, I think she. Well, she's fighting for custody. I think they're trying to take custody. Away, you shouldn't be paying nothing. But that's that's crazy. The fact okay. that you got to pay like. I mean, dude, it's a lot of regular dudes out here struggling to pay $500 a month. You, I mean, of course, it is based on their, that's you know, their, their, their means. I mean, it can be. I mean, it can be. You know, a lot of dudes complain about it and it just mm. rarely is the, you know, they're paying for like daycare and stuff I like that. I think my dad is paying $40. $40 a piece I, for each I, kid. I'm 30 plus and my dad's still paying uh, $28 a month. Yeah, that's how it be. Um, they getting them cheap back, and then like. Well, it's back, back. Oh, you playing back pay. Back. Yeah, but all these, all these, uh, I guess all these situations um, <coughs> deal with, you know, marriage is like the base of it. Like the guy who got 80K, he's like, well, I'm going to get married to you. We're going to be together forever. And he's like, I can extract 80K out of you after that. And then child support is a totally different thing because it's like marriage is there, but it's basically, it's based off the child. Do you know if this is a real story or not? No, that's legit. It's a real story. That's a real story. Yeah, I know it's real. It's in Gwinnett. They looking for him. They, got, they put his name out and everything. Who was the lady who he financed? No, nah, she. Was, they wouldn't put her out there. This is a black dude, right? Yeah, yeah. They wouldn't put her out. I wonder there. if it was like an old white lady. Or something. No, she was old. She was six, 65. Oh, yeah, she was about so. Oh, she was about to die. Oh, she yeah, she was like sixty five. Oh, no. Sixty five is old now. <laughs> I mean, women yeah. live longer, but yeah, for but, a dude, that's old. He didn't live his best life. He did. Think about all these young women out here tricking these old dudes out of their money. Yeah. Whenever you see them old well, young yeah. girls with them real old dudes, some yeah. old men are okay with that. There is a such thing called SugarDaddy.com. Right. It's Sugar Mamas too. That is. See, y'all don't, the so. eighty k is a lot, bro. Eighty k is a lot. I ain't mad at them. Keep finessing. Yeah, I, I guess my the thing I had online was you know women always be talking about security bag anytime a girl's getting money mm-hmm. from a dude, but when it got flipped, they was like, oh, he oh he's a, you know, he's evil and he's this. And I was like, secure the bag, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I ain't see, but then you look on the backstory, he did a lot of shiesty stuff on the way to that, but I mean, it is what it, it is, is, what man. It is. Get but, your money, King. All right, back to the oh, topic, man. Uh, topic, the topic here <laughs> is a, uh, <laughs> everybody get your own money okay. and then let's go Dutch when we go out. And then we good. That's how it We're should go. Move along. But um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, but um, yeah. So back to the uh, top of the episode, which is uh, uh the premarital uh consult, right? So um, so over the last how long how long ago have they been working on this assessment? Couple oh, weeks. Oh my goodness. When did y'all get this assessment? A week ago. Boy, please. Maybe um, <laughs> April. Did I give it to you guys in April? April. Yes. Yeah. April. But it was a long. It was a long. It was, it was a long assessment, right? And I guess this. I guess this assessment is a, a precursor to some other meeting to talk about the assessment. Over three thousand questions. <laughs> it was over three thousand questions. So this so, is what it is. So premarital. Um. Well, let's talk about UK with me defining what premarital. Yeah. Go ahead and define is. it. Then I want to go into their background a little bit. Cool. So, um, what we have, but basically what this um actual topic is about is just the importance of premarital counseling and going through that with um, your partner, the person you're engaged with or dating or you're already married. Um, And so it comes along with this particular counsel comes along with an assessment that they were given to do and it was super duper long. So, but um, (laughs) we're going to kind of talk about just kind of some of the ins and outs of that, the importance, their experience of it, just to kind of give everybody this idea of um, premarital counseling before going into their marriage so we can have um, an opportunity to decrease 
our divorce rates. Yeah. So. Yeah, and then the counseling is such of a, a scary topic in the mm-hmm. black community anyway. So, um, you know, just us talking about it may uh, decrease some of the fears people have around counseling and mm-hmm. therapy and all this stuff. So mm-hmm. that's why we got a therapy series. That's why we got Amy on here coming to educate us on everything mm-hmm. therapy related. But. We want to get some background before we jump into this uh, mm-hmm. assessment. So we want to know, how did y'all meet? I'm smiling like I did. <laughs> <laughs> so you going to talk or you just going to sit and smile on the camera though? Because every time I tell a story, you say it's wrong. So okay. Like, well, let's hear two stories on how right. y'all met. All right. So um, <laughs> um, we met at a lounge. It was, I don't remember the name of the lounge, but. It was like an old folk lounge. And um, I was there with my friends and Ian was there with his, his boys, I guess. And um, it was a lot of old people. And so I was kind of scanning the room and I was like, oh, bang, 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 there's a young person. This is this with girls, okay. <laughs> young so I was like, okay, let me, you know, go dancing. <laughs> I just wanted to dance at the time. Okay. So I went up to him and, um, I started beefing it up. Okay. Back when beefing it up. That was a good song. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Um, And so he started dancing with me and we started talking a little too much. Too much. um, Okay. Yeah, because you were talking a lot and I just wanted to dance. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Nigga, I'm not here for that. It's nice. Okay. Yes. So we kind of rotated talking, dancing, and we got to know each other for the night. and he walked me to my car, and that was it. Oh, that's hey, walk hey, you to your damn hey, car. Bro. And he <laughs> bought me a drink. Bro, what? Look, let me let me give y'all let me give y'all two things. Well, one thing on Ian specifically, and this is in general for men. If you walk a girl to the car after the club, <laughs> uh-huh. you really trying. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Make a good impression, cause niggas really just throw the deuces. Like, All right, see you. Thank you. After you get the look, I tell dudes after you get the number, it's a good idea to bounce. Cause all you can do is mess up after that, you know what I'm saying? So it's potential. Shut up. Get the, after you get a number, <laughs> shut up, and move to the other side of the club okay. and talk to some other girls. This is my. I'm gonna do some lessons on this for oh. people. You I don't know. know what I that call it hitting good. the corners. Good I call it hitting the corners. But the, the fact that he, <laughs> the fact that he walked you to the car is like most men do that, and they're like, okay, I see some potential here. And the second thing that's specific to Ian. Ian don't buy no girls no drinks. I was assuming that when you Ian said don't, that. He don't do it. He show up when I'm buying girls drinks and he show up <laughs> beside and I'm like, all right, everybody get drinks. Ian don't buy everybody no drinks. Eats, Only time Ian buy drinks if like, if like we doing rounds or something and you know, oh, I got around and Ian got around and that's it. You know what I'm saying? Ian buy no girls no drinks. So, um, so, Ian, I want to hear your perspective on this story. I want to hear your side of the story. Cause, yeah, I mean, you know. same thing. What was what's crazy is, because um, it's like a, it's, it's a spot downtown. I don't even know if it's open anymore because it is slick like a restaurant upstairs. Mm. I mean, it was like an older vibe. And the crazy thing is I was with um, one of my Neos at the time. Shout out to Box. Um, okay. And Box was at, we had paid like $20 to get in there. And this is a time like, you know, if I paid to get in somewhere, I'm finna have a good time. Yeah. And I'm gonna stay around a little bit. But as soon as Box came in, the club was, I mean, the DJ was straight, but it just wasn't really nobody in there really turned up and then like mm. that. 
a lot of people were sitting down. And as soon as we got in, I don't remember who the third person was. I just remember Box. I, I was about to say, who was with you? Because I know I wasn't with y'all that night. I don't night. remember who else. Like, um, somebody was. I, I don't remember who. Mm. But it wasn't Bread, was it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. Okay. I remember I was kind of worried because we had parked somewhere we weren't supposed to park. Oh, okay. uh, you know, where you park somewhere and you'd be like, oh, I hope my car back here when I get yeah. back. Uh, or whatever. So, you know, we was in there chilling. And as soon as we walked in, Fox immediately was like, after like two seconds, he was like, mm, let's go. And I was like, boy, you tripping. I was like, we paid it. I was like, we just paid a dub. I was like, I'm finna stand for a little bit. Whatever so, you, you know, a dub. That's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> got two dollars left in here. Right. So. Yeah. So nah. So you know. Um. But it was unique because, um, I think what really drew me to Tess was the fact that she did kind of approach me, which I wasn't really used to. Right. Mm-hmm. It was like a lot of was what I wasn't used to because a lot of times when you're in the club, you kind of, especially here in Atlanta, it's like kind of normal even if a, a young lady is feeling you like she she may like y'all may give each other a little eye contact but you still walk up and approach her and the ladies that usually do approach you are usually ones you don't want to approach you so <laughs> like this she was a, she was a nice surprise right. and so we dance have fun and then i think i feel like you told me you was thirsty like you was like it was like very it, it was insinuated that you wanted a drink mm. or maybe I might be getting that wrong maybe I like was just vibing so I was like oh let's go get a drink yeah maybe right. it was that okay I don't know but knowing <laughs> yeah. you you probably was like like, this time, like you, you not was at thirsty. all I remember parched you. I'm parched <laughs> then I was mad because the drink that she asked me to to buy her was like an Amaretto sour which really ain't no anybody who knows that ain't that ain't really no real drink anyway oh, so. that was my drink at the time just want to hold something yeah yeah exactly yeah. that definitely ain't getting you lit so I right. bought that it was cool, you know, because that drink didn't cost that, cost that much because just a little background. The reason why I don't buy girls' drinks because especially ladies in Atlanta, they use that to get free drinks. And a lot of times they'll order something that they wouldn't even buy for themselves. I remember, I can't remember what I was. I think I was in Compound. Like, it's one layer. That was one of the first times I was like, all right, get you a drink because it was conversing a little bit. Trying to do the Kelvin thing to keep the conversation going. And as soon as we got to the bar, she was like, she ordered some, but whatever it was, it was like fifty-two dollars. And I'm like, and the bartender's like, fifty-two dollars, and I was like, the tax? Like, what the fuck did you just order? Like, I think she ordered something crazy. Like, you know, I don't know at the time, like nineteen forty-two. I don't know what it was. But it was something that was really expensive. And I was like, never again. Yeah. yeah. So that that story with that, but no, it, it blossoms into a good friendship. Um. You know, and y'all know I kind of fight the whole relationship thing. So it was, it was was cool. Yeah. So, so, okay. So I want to jump ahead into, uh, to, uh, so in this question for you, basically, when did you, uh, when did the, you start talking engagement? Cause I remember when you started talking to me, talking to me about rings and things, but when did you like, you know, get to the point where you start doing some tangible things to get towards the engagement? Um, I think this is, I think this is when I had started like my new current job now. So it was about, you know, a year or two ago, or probably like two, two and a half years ago, probably coming up. 
Um, I started thinking about it because you know, ladies, they'll drop them little hints like what kind of hints he was giving. You know, like, <laughs> what was it? What we doing? <laughs> you know, and it was straight up. You know, anybody knows Tessa, she kind of real upfront, so it was just like it wasn't like when you go propose. It was just like. What's Countdown started. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> Whatever. So I I knew it was, you know, coming up on that time. But I, I wanted to do it on my own time. I think what I was thinking on my head, I know I wanted to do it after my 30th birthday. That's mm. when I was like. Mm-hmm. So um, Was 30 significant or something? I, I mean, I guess it was significant for me. Most dudes, when they get to their 30s, they... <laughs> Usually that's like the 30 is like the turning point for men. It's like when your life either goes way down or, you know, starts to get a lot better. You know, you be in that middle ground where you'd be like, all right, you know, I ain't living check to check no more. Yeah. Uh, trying to get my funds together, trying to get out these streets. Like, yeah. You know, Things so. should be settled down yeah. by 30 or you should at least see the horizon at that yeah. point. If yeah. things still a little crazy, then, you know, you need to find that. So, you know, you need to find something. That's what I be thinking. But 30 ain't that significant anymore. I think we be putting not putting pressure on ourselves at 30 like, shit need to pop up. You know what I'm saying? Or, shit do need to pop. I mean, oh, I get it, but it's like. A crackle or something. I mean, 20s be crazy. You don't, they you do. know, you really be trying to figure that shit up. Well, figure that's out until the pop 29. needs to come. It doesn't have to be a big thing, mm. but some type of shift. Yeah, I guess when you're a kid, you just think 30 so big, but it's not. You know, we, you know, 30s now, and it's like, I used to think you're going to be so old when you're 30, and it's like, you really just start. So, my bad, bro. No, but, yeah, no, nah, but that, that was, that so was. that was it, and 30 hit, and he's like, okay. Yeah, it's time, time for the plan. I, I talked with some of my new coworkers at the time, um, just getting ideas from them. Mm far as because I proposed like around her her birthday time I didn't want to do the typical joint that everybody else did um because I I I had already I had went and like picked out the ring probably around like my birthday around like Thanksgiving time but I didn't want to do like the cliche thing like on um on either you know and no no shade to anybody who does but like you know Thanksgiving or Christmas or mm. Valentine's Day and I was like yeah. Oh yeah, New Year's like so, and her birthday is like right after Valentine's Day, so I was like, "Cool, I could do it all at once." Yeah, okay. Uh, so, so Tessa, I want to know about these hints you were throwing, and I don't remember them. So no, so (laughs) (laughs) so you don't recall any hints, or or did you have any thoughts uh, leading up to like after his thirtieth birthday, like? Where are things going and stuff like that? Well, actually, he proposed before his 30th. Okay. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all right. That's why you got a party. Same year. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, She just let me say all that shit. (laughs) I did. I didn't want to interrupt. (laughs) That was good. Mm. (laughs) It was a great story either way. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. It was actually, um, the proposal was a surprise because I didn't expect it at all. Um, so I would say probably like two months before that I was questioning, you know, right. everything. Yeah. And I had just told myself like, okay, well, if, you know, this does happen, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Like two months prior to the proposal. So, I mean, that was the only thing that shifted for me. Yeah. And, um, everything else is just the regular flow of a relationship. Right. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, that was good. I mean, when uh, I actually missed the engagement, but you know, you had a lot of uh, family and friends around, so I think that's why people use those holidays because it's like family's there. Right. It's just efficient to propose during those times. Um, all right, I want to switch gears over here to Amy. Um, so we already kind of went over what this assessment was, but can you talk in general about premarital counseling and how does that how does that help people? You know what I'm saying? Why do I need premarital counseling? Because mm-hmm. I don't need right. it if I ever do get married. <laughs> oh, Lord. I think you have to get it. Yeah, so yeah. premarital counseling is a type of therapy where basically you go there to um, prepare for marriage. So... Um, you prepare to plan your honeymoon. You prepare the specifics of the wedding. Mm-hmm. You prepare for a date. Right. So premarital counseling is a preparation for a marriage. And so many people skip that because they think that, um, oh, I already know my spouse. I know enough. I don't need to know anymore. She know me. He know me. What we got to do. Yeah. Um, and it's generally just to say, hey, let's identify what your strengths are as a couple. Let's identify um, areas where you guys may not have had discussion about or you've had a discussion haven't come to a resolution about. Oh. You know? Mm. Um, so in a sense, it is an opportunity to kind of um, stimulate conversation that you may not have had before. Um, and then also for you both to acknowledge that you guys have things that are in common, the things that you have are strengths, things that you have going for you that are going to last across your marriage and things that you might need to plan for so that the hiccup isn't such a big of a surprise when you have a conflict. Cause that's going to happen period. You know, premarital doesn't, um, keep you from having conflict, it prepares you to identify when that conflict might come up and what to do in order for you to get through that piece of that conflict. Right. Okay. So when, so, okay. And in my head, you go to premarital counseling, like right before you're married, but is there other times that you can do premarital counseling? Yeah. So the great thing about premarital counseling that has an assessment. So some there are some counselors that'll do premarital without an assessment, but the benefits of doing one with an assessment is because you get a comprehensive look at what's going on with the couple. So that's why it's super long because it's comprehensive. Right. You know, it's checking right. in on all various different areas that are very, very important. Um, so when it comes to this assessment, I can do this when you have a couple that is dating and getting serious and dropping hints about possibly being together and getting engaged. So that's a good time to do it. And to me, that's crazy. You think so? Yeah. Why if you are interested in this person? But I'm saying, I feel like once you get engaged, you're saying, okay, marriage is a possibility mm-hmm. if shit goes well during this engagement. Mm-hmm. If, if I pop that on, if a girl pop that on me and we just, we just dating, mm-hmm. bruh. So there are times where you as a couple, because I've had couples come in and they're not engaged yet, but they, they know that they it. have things that it's they crazy. need to get through mm. or they identify that one person may already be in counseling. They're like, hey, I want to oh, bring my okay. partner in because I want them to have an understanding of where I am and the okay. things that I'm working on. I got you. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a pop up. It can be a mutual conversation to say, well, hey. Um, would you try out counseling to see if we're compatible to kind mm. of talk about our compatibility? 
Um, and the thing is, you have to step away from the fear that checking in on yourself is going to take away from some type of aspect of your relationship. What do you mean by you that? You do a, um, every year, and I think on all insurances, you're able to do an annual checkup on yourself, right? Okay. Physical exam. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to do a physical exam every year just because you're about to go into a marathon or because you're about to get into a sport. You do a physical mm. exam to check on yourself to make okay. sure that everything is aligned, right? So this should be like a regular occurrence that you do on a, you know whatever basis you need to do it, annually, semi-annually, whatever. Mm -hmm. Just do it just to stay up to date on yeah. where you are in your relationship. Right. I wouldn't oh, say wow. like if you are in a situation where you know that both of you guys are playing games and you're not on the same page, there's no reason to go to counseling for none of that. Mm. You know, you that's a waste of time. Don't, okay. don't just, go wasting no therapy time. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, man, that's but crazy. you can um, do premarital on prior to getting engaged. You can do it. I would say no later than six months before your wedding date, um, because you don't want to put premarital counseling in the midst of planning a wedding as mm. well, because we don't want to throw off the couple's focus as far right. as the things that they're needing to do. Right. Um, which is why I only wanted to do the assessment because I was like, let's just do this part, right. you know, because I want to make sure that they enjoy that process going into the wedding, right? That's smart. Um, and then also after you get married, you can do a checkup. So six months to a year after getting into your marriage, you can go back to that same counselor. You can do a checkup and just kind of see how things are going. Um, and even after you've been married for five, ten years, you can always go back. Things change. Right. So. Don't be nervous to check in about your relationship. It could be the thing that gets you over a hump or gets you past some um, uncomfortable feelings that you're having about your partner or the marriage. Yeah. See, that's scary. Like, things do change. And it's like, mm -hmm. people change. Like, I f and I used to make these statements like, uh, you know, if the person changes physically or whatever, I should be able to leave. You know what should I'm saying? You? Because I'm like... <laughs> I'm like, cause this is how I used to look at stuff. I ain't, I ain't trying to. All right, I'm gonna make this short. Okay. Cause I used to be, cause I used to be like, look, you know, we sign these papers. You know, we sign this contract. Like, this is what I want right here. You know, so I feel like we both saying this is what I want. I want you as you are now. That's it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you switch it up and you two years later, you a totally different person. Mm -hmm. You like, bro, I ain't even sign up for this. Mm -hmm. Like, who are you? Do you plan to stay the same? I mean, shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, I mean, the core, right, is there. You know what I'm saying? I add little layers on here and there, yeah. boom, you know, I'm trying to add a little more color in my wardrobe But that now. makes sense. But that's it. You know what I'm saying? I feel like people make drastic changes, and they be tripping when the dude be like, bro, what? You know what I'm saying? And I be like, shit, he kind of got a point. But that's just me, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> that's kind of crazy. My bad, yeah. That's, that's still these, your, your um, thinking. Nah, these, that's another episode. So I was okay. talking about another episode. <laughs> the, the KB Hive. KB Hive, Hive is real. Job, Shout out to the KB Hive. Don't don't let the uh, black girl magic he be giving off fool, y'all. <laughs> nah, that's real. It, it ain't I, always, I stand behind that. It ain't always been like this. So um, so another thing, I, I guess like... Uh, I was always used to like people going to the, I want to ask y'all, have y'all done this where the preacher gives you this, cons I don't know, what is it called? Consuelo? 
No, the, the preacher <laughs> like yeah, oh. the preacher talks to you about your relationship and he like blesses the marriage or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Is that something that you all have done or and and what's I mean, y'all looking like <laughs> There's she something there. She over here But no, um, I mean, I, I always thought premarital counseling had to be done by like the past. Me but too. You know, that's kind of like the black people thinking that that's our only way of counseling is through religion mm-hmm. or church. Mm-hmm. I not to say anything's wrong with that to each its own, but it's just like sometimes they'll be looking at because a lot of times and a lot of preachers like especially now a lot of them still do the old school way of thinking yeah like but people's relationship are different now people have blended families people live with each other um before they're married um you know people have had different trials and tribulations before then they're in different points of their life different financial status you know people are getting married at different ages now mm-hmm. um because a lot of people now, especially in Atlanta, a lot of people are waiting early, uh, waiting late. You know, I don't think I see as many people as I used to, like, like especially with the generation now, like, the young, I don't hear about none of them. Like, I, I had some classmates of mine who got married, like, after high school. Mm. Mm-hmm. But now, you don't see, you mm-hmm. barely see after school. Like, and some women is like, I'm waiting until after I get the, you know, shout out to the, Melanated women out there, but y'all wait till after I get my third doctorate, I may start looking yeah, for somebody. They'll get it too. It's yeah. got to be finished first. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, what I've always told people, because it's just like it's the it's the same thing I, I tell people will tell me they're like that they're they wait for marriage to have sex, but I'll be like, everybody not guaranteed to get married. You just not gonna. So, so you saying so you basically saying the dynamics are so different yeah. that having that preacher's blessing is not that important to y'all. No, I, I wouldn't. Well, I wouldn't say that. I mean, we, we had the, what are they called? Consuelo? Efficient. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, what's what the word am I what's thinking? The, I where, where, consul, what word am I thinking? Of? I don't know, bro. I don't know, counselor. I don't know about this Consuelo. Consultant. I like Consuelo. It sounds like Spanish somebody like, who like poor isn't drinks. That, isn't that, right. Isn't that, it's like uh, a party yeah. time. Counselor? Consuelo. So Spanish followers out there. Is that Spanish for council? Yeah, let us know. Yeah, Um, please. Uh what and what is it? Officiant? Yeah, officiant. That's the preacher that's that does the ceremony. So he presides over the ceremony. Mm -hmm. Right. So y'all already y'all already know y'all know this preacher or Tessa knows him. I met I met him again for the second time, so he came and talked to us for a little while. So was that y'all little thing or like I just want to know what goes in like what questions are they asking are they coming mostly from a biblical standpoint and that's what I would assume and then you know that kind of you know that's like a you know it depends on where you are you know spiritually and all that stuff so like I want to hear from Tessa on this yeah you're pretty quiet over there (laughs) so um with him specifically he just kind of came by to meet us as a couple Mm. And um, just to get a feel of things to give his blessing. Right. Um, he did approach things um, more so on a biblical aspect. Mm. Um, but again, this is not where we were doing actual premarital counseling. Right. Because when you do that, it gets very um, Bible thumping. Mm-hmm. So like we live together right now and that would have been a no, no, you know, in a church, in a typical church and X, Y, Z. So with him, he just, you know, um, felt us out or whatever. He did ask 
specific questions, mainly towards Ian, because he knows me already. Right. Um, but just to make sure he's like a good guy. Okay. Um, and that we know God yeah. and, you know, we have the basics. Yeah. God so. is in your house. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Okay. He asked, uh, did I have a job? Yeah, he's very focused on that. He's, important. he's also African, so you know the culture oh, is different. Okay. And um, he doesn't play that no job stuff. So oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no love for you if mm -hmm, you Yeah. And I mm -hmm. hope that if you get married, you should have a job. That's what you hope, but well, man, it's twenty nineteen. I'm sure people out here get married out of job. They like love conquers all, right? right. No. They don't conquer homelessness. Man, I could be homeless together. Well, nah, bro. I'd rather uh, be homeless. I did with death to you part. Nah, I'd rather you know, be homeless with somebody. We robbing folks. I can't be no together. Oh, homeless. Yeah, but I ain't yeah. Yeah. Together. All right, I'll tell together people that all the time. Right. The nicest person. But God forbid if it come down to that. By the time I know some here. people I'm hitting up. Stick up crew. I'm getting Alfred kicking down doors. Yeah. Stick up logic. I think I wanted to add on to that. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the pastoral, it is biblical based, but they also have some that have the practi practicality underneath mm -hmm. it. Right. But it is driven from the Bible standpoint, um, which is why sometimes people steer away from it because they think, just like you said, that it has to be done by the person, the pastor who is over. Thank you. The pastor who is over, <laughs> <laughs> who is over the church that they might be um, right. going to or whoever is going to marry them on that day. So um, just go ahead and let you know it doesn't have to be that way. It's by choice. Who do you want to go see? Just make sure that they're licensed and they have some type of experience or education in delivering a premarital counseling standpoint. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So now I want to jump into uh, this game that we have for the the, the couple here. Um, Which one you want to? Uh, let's do the f let's do that that new one you put in, and then we can do the other one later. Okay. Kind of break it up so we're not so serious the whole time. Yes. Okay. I'm big as hell. Who's yours? Oh, that's the iPhone. Oh, yeah, we gotta mm -hmm. we gotta get that review. Laptop. Right, we gotta oh, if so you see someone on iPhone, bro, get that review from them, bro. What is that thing? She has an iPhone, bro. We gotta get. She probably already reviewed the podcast. What you mean? Oh yeah, if y'all listen at home, y'all got an iPhone. Make sure y'all review the podcast on Apple. Oh, Podcasts. can you only do that on iTunes? On the one where you can get it. Yeah, review. if you have iTunes on your computer, you can do it. You just need an iTunes account. So. Why don't Google uh, be able to let you? Have they don't have reviews. Yeah. They didn't have great yet. Yeah. Okay, so this is the wedding Left. game. Well, one of them. Oh yeah. Oh, this is the question one. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Not the one we were doing. If if you get the answer right, and y'all can't hear this, but we're gonna give you it. That's a ding ding. Good job. If you get it wrong, we're gonna hit you with the horn. Womp 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 womp. Yeah. So, okay. Let's see. I'm gonna try to keep count so over here. Is this like a team thing? Or are we going no, against no, no, each other? So it's, it's more like each other. who would you? It's about. It's a game of agreement. Oh. Um, yeah. And I see <laughs> what you guys think. Um. And yeah, it's a game of agreement. We'll put it there. Okay. okay? So the first question. And it's, can you explain how this game is going to so go? So basically, Lord. sorry, I was ready to go. So <laughs> like, let's go. I already know. So basically, I'm going to give you a question. And what you'll have to do is to identify either is it Ian or is it Tessa? So, for example, um, 
I'll just read one of the questions. For example, who initiated the first kiss? Do you guys agree? Was it Ian or was it Tessa? Ian. Agreed. Yes. Okay. So that's how we would go. But so maybe they should raise. I don't know. The audience won't see it. But usually you like raise a shoe or something like that. So maybe you can raise the shot glass for Ian and raise a water bottle for um, Miss Tessa. Okay. Y'all ready to go? Hands on both your items, please. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Y'all ready? Who is more romantic? Okay. That's, that's easy. That's okay. easy. Okay, so that was Tessa. All right, Tess. All right. Okay. Who is the funny one, Ian or Tessa? Okay, we got I'm two. funny. Okay. No. <laughs> we got two. Okay. Glasses, right? So we got Ian on that one. Okay. Who is the most patient? Oh. Uh oh, we have a boy. Bye. <laughs> not so at all. Define patient. So he's not patient. So, um, I mean, he's patient, but I'm more patient. Oh, I got you. I got you. I got okay. you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, who said I love you first? Ooh. Dun, 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 dun. What? Uh, Wait, let's see. Who, who, who did so what? Seven, bro. We're not sh- serious? I don't remember that. I got a whole story. <laughs> so y'all both Uh-oh. said it first. What's the receipt, Tessa? <laughs> okay, so the receipt Hold on, bro. <laughs> we need the receipt. November 24th. Oh, so, so, so November twenty fourth. So he didn't. He was sleepy. Didn't hear or. Um. Wait. Was this the love you or the? Because I want to hear your day too. Your day might be before. Keep it PG. Oh please. Oh okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the birthday night. It was okay. actually a bad night. Uh-huh. Were you there? It was um the party bus. Oh yeah, tell me you got drunk as fuck. Yes. Oh he lord, the Incredible Hulk. He was dead. Yes. That and I love you. Came out of that, isn't that? It beautiful? came out of it the next day, so it was like okay. a hangover day. Oh, okay. you know what I mean. Okay. It was still valid, but I was still like, I was actually mad at him, so I didn't. Yeah, after all that shit, yeah. 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 And then yeah, we no, actually right. okay. talked. To, no, it's not. Hey, well, then you about miss your whole birthday. You didn't know your ability, sir. Yeah. No, it wasn't no, it no, wasn't no, no, about, he no, they made, they made me Who's drink. They made me like, <laughs> grown <head. laughs> you know, when whatever, everybody, everybody out there know when you are having fun. I told them I was done because I had already got too drunk drinking that nasty Ciroc at the time. Everybody like I was already drunk before we got on the party bus. And when we got on the party bus, my two LBs. Reggie and Travis wanted me to take shots of Hennessy, and that's what messed me he up. He didn't even make it to the party. He just stayed on the party. I didn't bus. make it into the party. The party was a party bus. I made it onto the party bus. <laughs> we really we party went to building. events. Yeah. yeah. I went one place. I was asleep. Yeah, he was sleeping on the party bus. So. And I was watching him. So. Right. So, that, I mean, oh, that's man. some love right there, boy. I was throwing up. That was some love right there. Okay, okay. well, that's the okay. receipt there. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. The receipt. Who is grumpy in the morning? Tessa. Yeah. Tessa. This is true. Okay. You're gone. No. Okay. Who's more who's more grumpy in the morning? Okay. Um who is more stubborn? Okay. Oh, both of you guys. So both of y'all a little stubborn? Tessa, I didn't know you were stubborn. I'm not. Most stubborn. You raise your your glass. Right. (laughs) No wonder you both got each (laughs) the the one right. Mm -hmm. right? Who's the better cook? 
Boy, stop. I'm telling you. I don't know when the last time he ain't cooked. Right. <laughs> so you Tessie be whipping it up. What's the favorite meal that you like Tessa to cook? Um, really? Nah, uh, <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't necessarily know if I got a favorite favorite because she's, she's pretty good at like making like random stuff. And I'm like, oh, that was good. Mm-hmm. Like she'll like have a little Tessa's creation. Like we had like the last thing I remember, we went to little place I was telling you um, about this downtown Duluth, the little pier place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like they had the, um, there they had the, um, these like, it was like an appetizer, but it was like salmon. Um, what was it? Salmon there. Like it was, but, but it was on top. It was like on top of tortilla chips. Hmm. Um, but I don't know what it was called, but it was, it was good. It was, um, it was like some type of like dip, but with salmon in it. It was good, and when we went home, like the next week, she made something that was really similar. And okay, it good. So, so she good at uh, free, freestyle, figuring out. Not stuff. all them freestyles be good though. <laughs> Some of them it be like uh, that's the process though. Okay. You gotta figure out what yeah. you need to put in, what you need to take mm-hmm. out. That's right. Just okay. She didn't taste it before she gave it to everybody. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. I mean, it got cooked. Somebody got to eat it, right? Right. You know, gonna chew it. <laughs> Listen, it's edible. Uh, it's cooked all the way through. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> okay. died. No. You're still here. Just, just a little background. Me and Tessa, like, of course, you know, we grew up a little bit differently. Like, I, I just had, like, my little sister in the house. She had 28 siblings. Okay. So. Ten. She had 10. So. It's close to 28. Yeah. <laughs> very much. I was like, wow. Yeah, yeah I thought she was going to say three. No, That's no, a lot. She had a lot. So, she has a lot. So, me, I was used, like, I'm kind of used to eating the same thing every day and eating leftovers mm. and eating them up for lunch and eating them the same day. Yeah. She is not mm-hmm. like she don't really like leftovers. If it go in the refrigerator, it's probably gonna go in the trash. Okay, like so that was like different. I don't know if it's because she didn't have many leftovers, but I'm like big on leftovers. But that was leftovers. The ingredients have settled in. They're binded together. Yeah, but yeah, they usually better. Them. Yeah. In so are oven. you for leftovers? I'm for leftovers. But now it's certain days. After a certain number of days, I'm like, I don't care. I'm gonna eat no. two weeks. No, that's over. Didn't you see the thing from Plaza? I mean, he was like, on Thanksgiving, if you go past like three or three days, days, yeah, that's it. Oh, dead. Nah, two weeks. You can do two weeks. I done did two weeks and I'm straight. Kelvin is he's 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 had spoiled water in his room before though. So <laughs> no, that water two weeks is that like water was in there for a couple months. Yeah, I ain't never seen water turn green. Yeah, I think a algae. day is good. Anything past that? A day? I That's say about bougie. three. Bougie. My days? Would be three. What's the purpose of the refrigerator? The refrigerator preserves oh, it oh, to two it weeks. It does after a certain not meals, not every yeah. meal. ingredients. No it's four ingredients. It's the same thing. Mm-mm, no, no, no. Not, not when they've been cooked. The and meal is not together. even the same after like a day or two. Uh, I'm not asking for the science, oh, guys. Oh, right. <laughs> I've ate things two weeks after and I was fine. Um, I don't know about got any yeah, more questions, two weeks, man. Yeah, two weeks. Like, is it would be the last one. Okay, last one, guys. Mm. I'm gonna raise mine on whatever one this question <laughs> is, just so I can win. Um, I don't think they're keeping score. I won. Next game score. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Who's the messy one? I'm gonna switch it. Okay. Up. <laughs> Define messy. Nah, uh, messy. No, okay. it's organized mess. Kelvin, know what I'm talking about. 
It's not even organized, I though. I can't even. It's organized for me. Hold on. We don't say nothing to y'all ladies when y'all have all, when y'all getting in, ready and y'all, throw all your, and y'all throw all and y'all throw all y'all clothes and makeup on. It be there do for I a while. It should be crazy. No. If we leave the house, it's cleaned up. Okay. So she she's the clean one. You're the mess. Yeah, that's okay. That's like, as long as you I'm identify like, this, that's okay. fine. All right. So uh, so we, we want to get ready to go into this assessment, man, the last 30 minutes of this episode. Uh, but I, I want to ask some quick uh, questions of Amy over sure. here. Um, so what are some uh, what common things people struggle with coming into marriage? Just, oh, just a few common things. What kind of? What oh. are some uh, common things oh. uh, <laughs> in general that people uh, struggle with in marriage usually? Like I know um, people usually say finances and all kinds of stuff. You're going to take so, all the answers. Oh, I don't even, I'm just speaking in general. So, okay. yeah. So what are the common things that people struggle with quickly before we get into it? Okay. So I'm going to give you five things. So the common things that most people struggle with going into marriage. One, the number one answer from both male and female is their spouse. What does that mean? It don't even make sense. <laughs> it's the dress. That's the so, person you chose. You're right. Um, like I said, going into marriage, you go into a new phase. And usually what the spouse may think is, and especially coming into counseling, if my partner would only do this, then we would have this problem. We wouldn't have this problem. The conflict would be resolved if you would only just do this situation. So you're saying it's, a, it's external. Okay, I'm going to listen. Yeah. Go ahead. So I'm just saying as in a conflict is to arise, for example, and maybe it's something that constantly happens or it's just kind of frequently happening. And it's like, well, if you would just pick up that sock off the floor before after you came from the house, you always put them socks on the floor. If you would just do that. That sounds um, right. It might be. That sounds right. Then that's kind of where it goes. It's kind of like if your partner would change, if my partner would just change something about them, then we wouldn't have this issue. Okay. Rather than saying, okay, is there something that I can do differently in communicating this or in talking gotcha. about this topic with okay. this with my partner? That's what I mean by your so spouse. So something external versus internal. Mm-hmm, okay. mm-hmm. Um, second thing, your job satisfaction or are job? you where at? Mm-hmm. finances? Mm. Okay, so you know, job and finance. Okay, the finances is definitely one of them as well. Um, feeling emotionally upset. And so usually that just might mean not really knowing how to um, deal with those emotions mm. in the presence with your partner as well. Mm. Sometimes pushing away or needing something from your partner and not being able to um, get them to understand what you need and meet that need. Right. Um, inadequate income, just not having enough money, mm. going to homelessness and having to rob somebody. <laughs> Which I don't recommend. That'd cause problems. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> but if you do it together, it's like a relationship building exercise. No. Is it? Yeah. I think <laughs> Until that's... you are separated by the law. I mean, if and that happens. And you're going to have to defend yourself. Well, with Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Jay-Z and know, Beyonce made a song about either, that. Then you can either identify as a man or woman, and then y'all can go to the same prison. Oh. So my man. Until he, you have to be over and call. <laughs> Oh, my man put some thought in this. Oh, and my logic. goodness. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and the last one is being overwhelmed about the amount of tasks around the house. And usually this is the woman's um, stressor. Mm. But out of the top five things for a married couple, that is usually the thing. Okay. Those are usually the five. Okay. Okay. That's a good. Um, th- those were, Some of those were kind of deep. Some of those were kind of like, you know. 
straightforward, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, so how do you actually, so they've done an assessment. How do you in general face the issues you have in a marriage? Like, because I feel like you go to these counseling sessions and they're like, okay, you got 12 things wrong. <laughs> I, I'll see you later. You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you actually <laughs> go, like, do do these sessions give you a, like a, how do we fix this? Or they're just like identifying, like, if I go to the doctor, I don't want him to say, hey, bro, you got cancer. You know, go Google the shit. Mm-hmm. I want to know how to fix it. Mm-hmm. So do do they do that in these uh, premarital? They should. They should be doing that. So basically you have a, you do the assessment, you do something so they can identify what the challenges are. The next thing would be to give you tools, practical tools on how to get through um, certain situations and then also being able to have a discussion about what those areas are. Um, Most times and sometimes because you can, I can give you something practical to do, but it works for right now for where you are. And so I can only, it would probably be best to work with what you have right now versus, hey, you're going to do this tool because later on in the future, this is going to come up, right? So they should be able to identify what the issue is, give you some tools of how to work with these things and answer whatever follow-up questions that you may have, be able to practice those things in session, give you opportunity to practice them in between session. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's an active part and it's not just on that therapist. It's also on the couple right. to put that effort in and make it quality and not just going through the motions of things. Okay. Right? Okay. Yeah. I would just put it on them cause I'm paying them. So I'd be like, give me some solutions, bro. Of course. Like in a, like test me to, I want to know the solutions. The That's me. Right here. If I was there, I want to know exactly what we need to do. She, she told us on the first podcast that she said she can't fix you. Yeah. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> that was a good one you picked. <laughs> that was some All right, good so, logic. So we want to advance logic in the building, y'all. So we want to jump into uh, we want to jump into this assessment. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So, so I'm gonna turn it over to you. Uh, you want you to go over the assessment, the the scope. Yeah. So and all that. The assessment, like we keep repeating, it was very lengthy. And so we just kind of type, um, went in on various different subjects. So communication, partner style and type, finances, step parenting, um, conflict resolution, spiritual beliefs. It was a whole plethora of different things. Um, And so we won't have time to go go into all of those things. But I do want to more or less hone in on the personality um, portion of the assessment. I didn't get all this, so. (laughs) (laughs) So um, the personality assessment is really, really, really cool because it touches in on five different areas. Social characteristics, change characteristics, organization, pleasing, and emotional steadiness, okay? Um, What's great about this is that it gives you... um, it's not a right or wrong. It's just, hey, these are you guys' personality characteristics, and this is what it'll look like when the guy, when you are all, well, when one of you are off balance, and this is kind of what it will look like for your partner. So it's an opportunity for understanding, right? right? So let me just give you an idea of social, just kind of define those areas. So social is the trait. It reflects your preference for and your behavior in social situations, right? Um, do y'all remember what you guys' um, results were? 
Mine mm. was like high. Yeah. High on being that extrovert. And with Miss Tessa, it was come more like intimate times, spending time with our partner, very specific things that she would want to do, low-key and deliberate. And so um, in this actual area, it was important for them to um, be able to communicate about what type of time they want to be able to spend together mm. and respecting how they like to be social and um, manage that time that they're having, whether it's with friends, family, themselves, the kids, things like that, right? Okay. So how, how do y'all feel about that, uh, that the assessment of the house, how y'all are socially? That's what that's what social, pretty, right? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It was pretty accurate. Mm. Mm-hmm. So you're the, you're the outgoing person, and then you respect intimate time more than that. Absolutely. Yeah. You agree, basically? No. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, it was, it was, it was good. Even though I will say what I've, what I've always told, just to if anybody's ever like been as around us when we're like how I am, like that's how Tessa is. Once she gets to know you, oh, so okay, our, I got you. Personalities are are very similar once she gets to know you, but mm-hmm. she does enjoy like more one on one time, and I I like more groups, but I think I'm always like that because I even like group projects more. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first time I've ever heard that in my life. What, <laughs> that you projects? like group projects. That somebody likes group projects. Yeah, you probably like telling people what to do. That's why you don't like group projects. <laughs> this is true. And <laughs> what's the problem here? <laughs> there you go. Okay, so the next category is change. <laughs> and so for this category, these are traits that reflect openness to change, flexibility, and your interest in new experiences. In this area, Tessa scored higher, right? Um, And so in this area, basically, it's not to be confused with the introvert, extrovert um, personality type and and what they like, but just to say that um, one person is more comfortable with change than the other person. Okay, so that's what scoring higher means. Right. Okay. Um, Ian did not score necessarily on the low end. He was in the average area. So although change, he may look at change and is like, "Mm, not really sure about this, but he's open to what they might look like, which is a really good balance because if she um, thrives off of just kind of these new experiences and doing great things um, and he is open to hearing them, not necessarily like, no, I don't like change at all. I'm not going to be flexible. Good luck with that new experience on your own. Right. right? Um, So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that means that Ian likes more consistency and then, like, Tessa is more adept at handling how the world changes around and just adapting to that situation. What do y'all think y'all about say? her assessment? And then the KB assessment right here. That's what <laughs> <I did. laughs> What's up? I think what y'all I, think? I like structure, but I, I'm cool for change, too, but I like structured change. Mm. Mm. But I'm okay if stuff stays the same though as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Tess? I would say he brings the logic to it. Okay. You know? So sometimes I can be irrational. You know? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but, <laughs> or impulsive or whatever. Um, and he'll bring the logic to it. So mm. it balances out. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's cool. the important part, the balance of it. Because if it's one-sided... And we're just rolling with that. 
that is where the conflict comes in, especially if it's consistently one-sided. Um, what I brought up to them during the, also in the assessment is that what was, um, what came out of the cons, the consistent responses that they have is that they are, um, in their relationship, they look for both sides to have an equal input on, on whatever the situation is and that they value the other person's, um, response, what their experience would be. And that kind of just basically kind of described how they will make decisions in their relationship for now. That, that sounds like that's yeah. rare. Mm-hmm. I usually feel like most relationships I see, I see that one person has more of a say than the other person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's pretty rare. I think that y'all have like a equal, you know, let me go talk to, you know, let me let me discuss this first before I make a full decision on it. That's really yeah. dope, I think. Um, what, what came out to be a positive, which is... Um, a positive for them is that they don't believe that the one, the other person has a dominance over the other yeah. when it comes to whatever situation they have to make a decision on. And that's a positive thing because you don't, if you're not, um, if I don't, let's see, if I don't feel like I'm going to have input, I'm going to avoid having conversations with you because you're going to dominate anyway. And it's going to come out that you, we're going to do what you want to do anyway. Right. So mm. there's an avoidance. Okay. It's related to that. That's cool. That's cool. Because I know, I guess a lot of, and I'll be talking to people online about this, that, mm-hmm. you know, they have this, and y'all may have this, I don't know. I just know in my situation, I don't want that. They have this uh, hierarchy mm-hmm. within their relationship, you know what I'm saying? And the hierarchy, I, if you agree with a hierarchy, that's great, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, to me, as a hierarchy, I always place somebody below somebody. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I just don't like that aspect of it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? To me, what y'all saying, what y'all equal is like, it ain't really a hierarchy. You know what I'm saying? It's us and then, you know, everything else. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, how do y'all feel about it? Is, is that true or do y'all feel like there is a hierarchy here and, you know, I'm here and this other person here and then blah, 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 you know. But I have a lot of conversations online with people about this hierarchy and, the, you know, the man is this and blah, blah, blah. And to me, it's all bullshit. But I'm not <laughs> like a I'm not like a super religious guy and I'm not into all the hierarchy shit. But, you know, what do y'all think about this? <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> my cricket's <laughs> God damn it. You need some labels. I thought you need some labels. I found it. It's purple. Yeah, uh, but. <laughs> um, Whoa. I mean, Tess was brought up in like a traditional household with, you know, both parents. Yeah. Um, and so I think it, and me with being in a single family home, like I saw, uh, and I don't know if y'all listened to the, uh, Mother's Day podcast, my mom came on and she talked about kind of the hierarchy in the house with making me um, feel important, but still know that I'm still like a child. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. so with me, I'm one of those people I always believe in letting people do their strengths. Like, you ever seen like, um, like I'm I'm not one of those people where it's like, I'm really like, quote unquote, sexist when it comes to like the roles in the house. So it's just right. whatever you do best, whatever you excel the most, Sam, and I'm the same at work. Like, that's what I'm gonna have you do. Like most people think during the holidays, hey, the man should be out there grilling. I can't grill. 
So I'm, I'm not going to, she can. So I'm, I'm going to let her out there grill. People may laugh and make other face, but I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah, girl yeah. girl going to be busting. <laughs> like, you know, because some people do things, it's, it's just like, I have no problem with, you know, cleaning, but I know if she does something better, then I'll, you know, I'll, I can do it too. And I think we do a great job with, stepping aside from each other's when different things happen, whether it's with, you know, co-parent or different situations. Like mm. if she's better in something, I, I'm going to let her do it. And, and likewise, she'll let me do it. So we do a good job tag teaming with that because that's what relationship is, is, yeah. you know, you know, uh, give and take and, you know, um, cooperation between both parties. Yeah. Right. Cool. Tess? Uh, ditto. Ditto. <laughs> ditto. All yeah, right. it's just balance. Yeah. Um, which okay. It's great. It's not, I'm not really dealing with like the whole alpha male. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So, yeah. yeah, I think we are pretty balanced when it comes to that. That's dope. Yeah. It's a lot of. She's, she's kind of um, managed sometimes. You like know, she, I'm like the handyman. <laughs> the cook, okay. But I'll also cook and clean. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But he's he playing towards your strengths. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's, it's cool. fun for me. She yeah. put together a dress yesterday. I was like, good job. <laughs> <laughs> I love that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, oh, organize. This trait reflects how organized and persistent a person is in their daily life and work. It also reflects persistence in pursuing. KB, who do you think scored higher in this grade? So, in pursuing, that's the P. No, this is we on O for organizing. Oh, we on O. Oh. We're an O for organize. organize. I'm going to have to go with Tess on this one. Yeah, she did score higher in this area. Yeah. Um, it's just an impersonality type being able to um stay organized more than uh than um Ian. He did sco- score lower in this area. Mm-hmm. Wasn't um, it like very low? Yeah. <laughs> 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 be nice, like lower. It was low. low. <laughs> okay. So, um, room for growth here. It was right. average. It, it was, it was, it was average. It's it was average. Right here, bolded as low. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it just kind of spoke to he is a, a person I type of spontaneity and not necessarily kind of maybe. Um, planning things out and having a specific structure to something. Not that he is not he is without the ability to structure, but it's not his go to. Right. Um, more easygoing, laid back type of thing. So with this, it probably be important that when we talk, continue talking about balance, is identifying where the person has a strength at with the organization, where the other person has that growth area. And knowing how to, one, probably ask for that type of support and help, knowing mm-hmm. that you might need it, um, especially if it's in an area where it might be something stressful um, or you're feeling insecure about something that you might need to ask help about. Mm-hmm. This is uh, something to really be mindful of, um, not to cause a friction about that, you know, test some, you're really organized, it's something to throw into his face, but it's more like, okay, pull from that strength. All right. And then again, also, if you're the person that has that strength, don't make it a insecurity for the other person. Yeah. Okay. What do y'all? That's that. Is that another? That we much? just agree. Boom, boom, <laughs> boom. Organized. That's pretty basic one yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> so right. now we're at now the we're P. on the P. P is for pleasing. Okay. okay. This trait reflects how considerate and cooperative one is in their interactions with others, and they both scored in the average area for this, which is really great. Um, just having the ability to be cooperative, 
Um, there's sometimes it may show that they're competitive. We'll see about that in a minute. Um, and just knowing how to balance consideration for the other person, um, especially in regards to being assertive and talking about the things that you need to talk about. Okay. Mm. Um, yeah. Oh, that's it. Pleasing. Yeah. Pleasing. Man, this, this, this is a big in, in my relationships, man. Okay. Talk Being about. able to, <laughs> and I ain't, I talk about my stuff a lot. I ain't going to that. Today. You don't have to go too deep. Just <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But Please don't, Queen. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Hey, <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. I always say in relationships, you should you know make things easier for your mate. Mm-hmm. To me, I'm like, you know, that's what you there for. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because as a, a single unit, things should be a little harder. Together, it should be easier. So if you ain't making my life easier, what are you here for? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Emotionally, physically, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know? So that pleasing thing, I think going all that, you know, how you want to help somebody out. You know, how you want to be there for somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, how that looks to you and how much involvement is there. Making somebody else's life easier, man. So that's... I mean, to me, that's a big part of just being in a relationship, man. Just how can I help this person? Because that's what I be thinking about. You know, how can I help this person? Mm-hmm. They struggling with some. All right, let me try to find a solution. I know sometimes that's a problem because sometimes women don't want a solution. They just want to. They just want to say something. You know what I'm saying? They say something, and I'm like, oh, it's a problem. Let me find a solution, mm-hmm. and they ain't even looking for a solution. They just want to express the shit. Well, that's the oh, huh? Who are these women you're talking about? I mean, Shoot, my last relationship, I ain't gonna call no name to hell. <laughs> I don't think you gonna Last time we called names, we got in trouble. You, you know what I'm saying? Did. But yeah, I, I mean, I used, to, <laughs> yeah, I used to talk to her a lot about that. And I, you know, I'm like, you know, you gotta help me, you know. And, you know, she would say things like, you know, you. You got a lot of stuff figured out and all this shit. But I'm like, nah, I don't got a lot of stuff figured out. You know what I'm saying? I still won't help with, you know, a lot of stuff, Mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, I just think, you know, that's important, that P, man. I I like that, that scope. I like that Mm -hmm. P. Yeah. You know, what y'all think? You know, I just want to segue that to y'all. What y'all think about, you know, how y'all help each other? You know, I know y'all talked about last time how y'all lean on each other on a lot of things. I lean on the strength, so... Y'all, y'all feel like y'all, y'all do that pretty well. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like I said. I'm, I'm big on on teamwork, and you know, I, I grew up with a, a very small, like you know, core family unit. So I'm big on everybody helping everybody. You won't you can't do anything by yourself. You maybe you can, but it's it's gonna be a struggle. And I'm all about uh, working working easy. So um, what's that term they say at work? Uh, Work, work smart, smarter, yeah. Work smarter, not harder. Sure, um, but yeah, that. But what you said, like, um, I guess Kelvin just kind of just put it in the words that y'all should be helping. You know, you're, it's gonna come times where the relationship may become stressful, but it should be a lot more positive than the negative. And if there's a lot more negatives, it should be a conversation had on which I really want to do and things like you know counseling and things of your nature if you want to really work on it, but. You have somebody, if you're seeing something that's going on and you're having a conversation with somebody, you may want to bring in a professional such as yourself, Miss Amy, plug. Um, but <laughs> And they, they want to get some help, but that person doesn't want to get any help. That'll, I always tell people at the end of the day, that kind of shows you whether you should be in a relationship with that person or not mm-hmm. if they don't even want to try. Yeah. yeah. So. 
I think and also in this area <clears throat> to go along with the pleasing that there are components to or fundamental um, skills or um, approaches that you need to be ordered in order to meet that expectation with your partner and you have to be assertive in conversation. And this is, that is also what's in this category. It talks about um, how assertive you are with saying the things that you need and that you want from your partner. I know we talked in the last podcast about expectations and how that's important. And that's the area of where you want the person to make life easier. Sometimes you're going to have to let them know it should, you should be able to kind of see things as well. But nobody is a mind reader. And so it's helpful, especially if you want this person in your life and you feel like this person is important, especially if you guys are married, to talk about the things that would make life easier if you see that your partner is missing the cues that you think that you're putting out there. Um, Being assertive is important and being assertive is not rude. It's just being clear on the things that you want and being able to say this is exactly it and also speaking to your feelings. So it makes me feel like this when I don't see that you're, you know, helping out on the grill. You see it's hot. Right. You know, I'm just using that for an example. You see it's hot and I'm sweating, but you never bring me a glass of water. And I thought that maybe you noticed that, you know, something like that. And that's a basic example. But to say that, hey, when I have a conversation thereafter, I'm going to let you know Mm. that I'm looking for this to happen. And yeah. it's up to that other person to choose whether or not they want to follow through with that. But giving opportunity and not just expecting them to make life easy because that's what you okay. want. Damn, okay. You know? So, okay. But I don't got the shots fired. I feel like that was coming at me a little bit. Pew, 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 pew. You know, I'm going to get that for that's the next. But so you, <laughs> so you telling me, because what I used to tell my ex was, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'd be like, you know, hey. You should listen to the pod. I would I would highlight certain episodes, and I'd be like, "You should really listen to this episode," because I feel like, you know, we organically touched on a situation that I feel like would help our relationship. Mm-hmm. Now you saying to me, I should have just been direct and then just had them conversation with her. Absolutely, man, that's crazy. You could have said, "Hey, we so talked you just about this." To her to the podcast. Yeah, I'd be like, "Yeah, you should listen to this episode." No, that's not okay. <laughs> Damn. No. That's crazy. Because yeah. if using your example, I'm at the grill, I'm sweating. I'm like, she don't see the sweat, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be like, I'm going to wait till we end some, you know, a heated conversation. And I'm like, I was on the grill sweating my ass off. <laughs> right, your I ass see. over there just chilling, sipping your margarita. Yep. Give me some goddamn water or something. That's exactly how they end up coming out. Now y'all having a conversation <laughs> and a conflict about you cussing and about you worrying about her and drinking that margarita. And you said you didn't say nothing to me about drinking this margarita. I was I looking was at your ass, though. Usually go, okay, so, so why not open your mouth? Right. You so know? that's where the assertiveness comes yeah. in. Yeah, I guess I need and to And that's where if you assertive. hold back and don't say anything, and then all of a sudden now there's an issue compounded right. on top of what really you need to be talking about. Then now you have two issues you got to deal with. Ooh, okay. I so on the front down. end, do your best to be assertive about the things that you know. And sometimes we don't know how we're feeling in that moment, but we know something's going on. Mm. Ha- try to have a conversation about it, and it's okay mm. to say I don't know yet how I'm feeling, but I know that this is a little uncomfortable. So mm. I'll let you know more when I find out. To use it, I'll be like, I ain't gonna say nothing till I already understand my emotion, because I don't want to bring up an issue yeah. if I don't understand the issue. But then that's going to make an issue. Because mm-hmm. they be like, you said that 
you feel uncomfortable. Now you don't know, you don't got no other words. I'm like, no, nah, but I know I don't feel yeah. good about it. And, I mean, and now she's going to be like, well, what? <laughs> well, what's up? What, Bob? I'm like, man, I don't know, but. You can use that at your discretion. There are some situations that you may need to hold off on and get all your thoughts together. It's but there are some situations. It's called marriage and relationships. <laughs> right? Yeah. It's not supposed to be easy. Man, where the easy button at? We got an easy sound? No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> nope, we don't. Okay. All right. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> it made me feel worse. All right. So, we got um, a, what's next? The last one is E, emotionally steady. Who do you think um, scored high on that one? And let me give you the definition. Okay. So, emotionally steady is this trait reflects the tendency to stay relaxed and calm even when faced with stress versus those who are more reactive to stress in their life. <laughs> I mean, I know the answer to this one in the assessment is going to be basic. But in, <laughs> in real life, <laughs> in, look, in y'all relationship, that's true. But outside y'all relationship, it's not that true. shit ain't true, man. That, if we go out that motherfucker, yeah. back in the day, some shit going to pop off because of him. You know what I'm saying? Really? Now, he'll deny that shit. Has there been a change over time? That, maybe that's what it is. Cause, you know, ain't nothing like that happened in a long time. But back in the day, if there's some shit popping off, you ain't even got to ask who it started with. You know it's in. Man. And then, you boom, you got to figure it out. Listen, this is where I would <laughs> like to. You had me fooled all this time. I like to defend myself because we, we never really talked about this that much. My father has always said, I always start stuff. All I'm, of us say this. I'm one of those people mm-hmm. who, like I like I always go to, I grew up in a small um, single parent home with just me and my little sister. Like when I got to school and I joined a fraternity, those are my brothers. So I'm one of those people, I was always taught don't never let nobody mess with your family. And of course, that's my family. Mm-hmm. So I'm one of those people when something happens, I'm going to be one of those people that I'm a buck, I'm going to swing first, and then I'm going to ask questions later. Okay. You know, the thing is when we really dove into these altercations that I may have started, when we really look into it, they weren't started by me. I was just the person that was like, I'm I'm probably (laughs) going to ask, I'm going to escalate it. When it it gets started, it's like, well, it's popping. What's good? Like, I'm one one of those people, but I, I, I don't think I've ever started anything. Like, I mean, I, now it's been some times that I probably like. I'm never gonna deescalate anything. Like okay. I'm. Ne- okay. Why would you never de? Why would you never deescalate? Like, and, 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 and even as you know, as the 31 years I've been on this earth, I've I don't think I've ever broken up a fight. Like I'm not jumping in the middle, nobody swinging and then like that. Even I think my mom told me that when I was little, I had my two little cousins. Like I think I was like 10, and they were like four and five in the KFC and they were like wrestling and fighting. My mom was like, why didn't you break it up? I was like, they'll stop. Uh, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm not breaking up. Nobody knows. Man. If you hit me, then I'm going to be mad. So I always be like, hey, let, they'll stop after a while. But I don't Great. de-escalate anything. But now when I, you know, like there was a situation that happened last time I was in Fort Valley and I I, I pride myself yeah, on, you, you know, change. I, yeah. I, I've grown because that could have ended a, a lot. Yes, it could a have. A lot different. Please. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. So, there has been shit. a shift and change for you. Yeah, I think a lot more now. Like, that's I'm just good, like, right, that's, that's not that good. So, yeah. Man, yeah. How does that now in your relationship, how do you see yourself as far as the emotionally steady part? Um, I'll try to, like, 
even with like arguments and stuff and disagreements, I'll think because I've always been those people I'm used to kind of like lashing out and hitting hard. So like I'll be one of those people like I'm going to get the upper hand. Mm-hmm. So whether mm-hmm. it's over talking you or saying something to hurt your feelings, like I would always kind of be that person. Now I try to like, I don't do it all the time, but I try to like think about like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe we should come back to that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Tessa, when it comes to, cause this is also a part of the mostly steady part when within your relationship, when you guys come into stressful situations, whether it's finances, what to do with one of the kiddos or, Hey, this issue is going wrong. Um, how do you respond to those type of situations versus Ian? Um, I would say I'm usually emotional first and then <laughs> <laughs> just naturally. Um, but then I tend to reel it in. Um, and that's where we balance each other off because um, if it was up to me, I would probably be way more stressed about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I guess, I don't know. Maybe with maturity, it's just, we don't allow stress to get to us as much. Mm. So um, our arguments have matured, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. <laughs> That's good. Um, and just the response to life or anything drastic or whatever, um, we kind of just take the moment to stop, pause, breathe, yeah. mm. think about it, and then continue on. Take a second. Ding. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, this is it. They described um, Ian was high on that score. So um, a little laid back in that area. I know he was <laughs> so proud of that. So basically it kind of means that he's not as reactive emotionally to stress, stressful situations. Mm. Um, and then Tessa scored in the average area. So she wasn't overly emotional and people would say, um, but she does have an, an emotional response different from Ian. Mm. And so just to kind of pull them all together. But what's important is when you know your partner's personality type, um, it's an opportunity for you to um, lean on that other person because it might be a strength. Mm-hmm. It is an opportunity for you to look to know that you have to understand that this person isn't going to change how they respond or what their personality is. So you have to know how to work with their personality, not change it. Mm-hmm. So when we talked about some of the common stressors, of marriage and we think about that the number one was your spouse being a stressor that personality type is not going to change there might be some shifts in that sure but there are some basic things about our personality that will remain the same and if you love this person you're getting married and you're in this marriage you already knew what to kind of expect now the challenge is how do I um, work with this when a stressful situation comes up how do we balance each other out so that's a, a great part of what this assessment kind of brings. And I think it's important for um, couples to be able to talk about that out loud mm-hmm. versus the things that you've just kind of collected in your mind over the time that you yeah. guys have been dating. Mm. It's, it, yeah, this assessment is deep, man. That's just one piece of the assessment, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, like Ian said, like 3,000 questions, something yeah. like that. 3,000 questions. So. <laughs> a quarter million. Yeah. <laughs> a quarter million. So, uh, I mean... Yeah, I mean, this uh, This is something I wouldn't, I don't know, especially like you said, like even if you're in a relationship, you can do something like this. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that's it's crazy. It's an amicable way, amicable way for you to say, yeah, we're not going to. We're not going to make we're not it. not going to make it. And it's yeah. okay if you guys realize in this form or if you already had doubts, then it'll either confirm it or it'll show you how to work through it. 
you can make a choice from there. Yeah, cause a girl, a girl, one of my, it's way back in the day, probably about five years ago, a girl came at me with that to my, we should go to therapy. And I mean, I wish I can reproduce the look I gave her, but I can't. But it was just <laughs> at, at that time in my life it was such an odd thing. I'm like, yeah, were y'all you know, serious? Yeah, we were serious. We were serious. So, don't, don't know what you know now. Yeah, Tess, you don't met you don't met this girl. You just don't. Look, you know what I'm saying? Only do the current. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you don't met. I don't think I don't think you really like the girl like that. But uh, you know what I'm saying? What that New Year's one time you had you had to take her home for something some reason. I think I left her at a party or something. Oh, yeah. 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 What is going on? That's very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yes, yeah. But yeah. if you did the assessment, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was thinking, like, maybe I should have did it. You know what I'm saying? Because what it would have hurt. I think it's a bad thing. Yeah, because it, it probably wouldn't have cost me nothing. It's just the time. I just at that time, I wasn't comfortable enough expressing myself with her. I damn sure wasn't doing it with no stranger. Cause that's, mm-hmm. I mean, I think that's the big thing mm-hmm. men have going, talking to a professional. I don't even yeah. like calling them professionals. It's just, it's just an outside opinion. That's my friend. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's an outside opinion of somebody who got crazy amount of experience talking to people about this. So, you know, even when I go to, to my therapy sessions, I'm two two in right now, you know what I'm saying? Awesome. We're gonna we're gonna have this episode. We're gonna have this episode. Yeah. We're gonna have this episode once I finish all five. But um Good for you, sir. Right. But you know, how I look at it now, like after two, it's like you really just talking to you know, some of it, you just talk like it's a friend, really. You know what I'm saying? If you find somebody you're comfortable with mm-hmm. and you just talking out and she's just giving you like a very, you know, intelligent observation of what you just said, you know, and I'll be nice. like, it's pretty, that's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty legit, man. I, I really now I like wonder how people go through life without Having this, you know and what I'm saying? Unbiased and, opinion and, on yeah. what you're trying to do, yeah. And figuring out shit by themselves, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Especially when you go through these big life events like marriage and stuff, mm-hmm. because it's super big, you know what I'm saying? You can't really cover all the sides of relationship if you just get it from your preacher and it's just a biblical standpoint, right, right. you know. But you said some preachers might cover it from a more wide basis, but I mean, I don't know. That was uh, that just connected to me when that girl said, you know, we should go to a therapist. I like nigga for what. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, there it is, man. It was a good episode. Um, so, what did y'all think about the whole uh, the assessment process? Because I want people, I want people to feel okay with doing this assessment and going through the process of premarital counseling. So, I want to hear from both of y'all. Like, how did you feel about the whole process? And you know, were you comfortable and all this stuff? Um, besides the fact that. It was long. <laughs> it uh, comprehensive. Yeah. It needs to be. It, is. it was oh, right. very comprehensive. But um, I enjoyed it, actually, like, when I was finished with it mm-hmm. because it made me think about some things that, um, it's not necessarily things that we haven't discussed, but maybe swept under the rug, you know, right. or whatever. So if we, if it was a time for a discussion, it would have rang a bell for it or whatever. So. Mm-hmm. It shined light on some things. Okay. Um, but the questions were pretty, you know, regular. You know, it wasn't nothing to it, really. Right, right, right. Okay. Base, what'd you feel? 
uh, likewise, ditto. No, exactly. <laughs> no, but um, it, it you know um, it was well, it was long, but it it didn't. I just needed to take time to do it because I I finished mine in like a day. Tessa took like six weeks. Because um, I had the pressure on to finish mine Like it was a countdown Yeah niggas um, was on you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No but it was like Just like Tess said with reading through it It was like things Some things we had discussed Some things we haven't really Discussed as much in detail But it was It's definitely I feel like Now I don't know if they have a different one For people who are kind of newer in relationships Because I feel like it is something That you kind of have to know someone mm-hmm. And then it asks you other questions Just about like childhood that you didn't really think about like oh yeah maybe that's why I do that or Mm -hmm. you know different things like that so that's it just opened up because as y'all know from listening to the pod or if this is y'all first time listening I'm not very expressive with the feelings or whatever for sure um but yeah so it was it was like a start like I'm still not in the Going the whole see a therapist like Kelvin, but maybe yeah. I'll get there one day. Drop down. We're going to get you there. Yeah, I'm straight. Cause <laughs> shit, I got to go to the dentist first. Yeah. That's why I'm uh, using my Yes, it is. It's the same thing. You got to fix the outside and then you go to the inside. The outside is as important as the inside. Right. If not, even if more. anything. Right. <laughs> right. Get in there. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. So, so, um, so I mean I wanna so we wrapping up the show right now. I wanna go over like uh you know, like what are y'all next steps? Y'all have this assessment, y'all have what you know, y'all have the results of the assessment. What are y'all next steps? And I know y'all getting married very soon. And uh what's the next steps as far, you know, cause when you get married the assessment doesn't disappear. Mm. You know, what's the next step? Wow, wow. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask me no more questions. <laughs> All right, Tessa, come on. You come with it. Shut down. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's a broad question. You know what I mean? Like, because I mean, when you say that, I'm thinking like house. You know, like what no, are no. you talking to? Well, I'm saying as far as the assessment, are you gonna are y'all gonna sit down and go through the things in this assessment and try to address anything or or, you know, are y'all just happy with the information you got from the assessment? I think we got pretty good results. Mm. Um, it wasn't much to necessarily fix. And then um, the couple of topics where, you know, we didn't really see eye to eye, we already knew about it. Yeah. So it has already been a discussion and it's something we're kind of just, you know, going to go with the flow with. Um, but I do think, you know, couples therapy is healthy, period. Yeah. So... We will definitely be doing that, even if it's just, you know, once a year or whatever it is. Um, something to kind of just keep a a pulse check on our relationship right. um, coming from an outside source. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's yeah, that's pretty much right. it. You got a response to that, Ian? I'm expecting words. Nope. That's one word. I'm expecting multiple <laughs> words. <laughs> Sentence. Oh, no. no, sir. The subject KB. verb agreement. <laughs> <laughs> so you so you're fine with everything in the assessment. You don't have anything you want to discuss. It might have you know you, something that's at the top of your mind. You're like, oh yeah, well maybe I want to have a discussion about this. Uh, not, not specifically, but nothing yeah. that's just there. Like you want to talk about this? Um, 
No, it was it was like she was saying, like a while I was doing the assessment, like stuff stuck out. I was like, I I knew what her answer was gonna be because I knew I was like, yeah, it's just stuff that we talked about before. Or if I knew like answering, I was like, she's gonna have a totally different answer than me. What's mm. on there? So it's like things that we we know we have to discuss. So, okay. so nothing and surprising. Other, or yeah, not not particularly. No. Mm. Okay. All right. Um. So let's uh let's get the last word in here. Um. I want to start with uh. Let's can we start with you? Amy? Let's start here. Okay. Let's start with you. Uh. So what's so? <laughs> it's the time where we explain this section. It's the time where we wrap up the episode. You talk about you know what you think about the episode. Mm-hmm. You know you you shout out any of your socials and you you say you know what do you think uh, you know That's about okay. premarital counseling yourself? Like how do you th- how do you feel about it as a therapist? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I mean. Uh, no, that's another episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I think this was a really good episode because one, I in initially talking about it um, and actually taking the training for it and looking at so many different areas that it touches on. There's so many things that sometimes we naturally in relationships we forget to talk about or like Tessa said, we sweep underneath the rug. And it's an opportunity to bring those things from up underneath the rug so that you can talk about it and deal with it and, and or prepare for it. Um, I wanted to make sure, like, part of my, the reason why I went into counseling is to help with couples and making sure that they have a fighting chance in having a long-lasting relationship marriage, um, especially for our age range. We wait already to the late 20s, early 30s, really, to start getting married right now, um, which is common. And it's okay to do that. I don't see anything wrong with it, whether it's after the three doctors or whether I'm financially stubborn to the job that I want. So I just want to have, I'm glad to have had the opportunity to talk about it and then to have a couple here to give the feedback, too, about it. Um, And it'd be realistic. So um, my social media handle, if you want more questions, if you have questions or if you just want a little bit more information, you can find me at Refined Vision um, underscore. That is R-E-D. R E F I N. We can bleep that part out. <laughs> Vision V I S I O N underscore, and that's on Instagram. And then you can also go to my website, which is refinedvisiontherapy.com. Okay. Um, other than that, it's your in-house therapist. You good? Boom. All right. Um, uh, basic logic. What's up? Uh yeah, just like to piggyback off of what Amy said. Uh, definitely a great episode. Um, it's like the highlight the shirts. I don't know if y'all. Seen oh yeah, them yeah, shirts. Yeah. Hold on, let me switch. I'm sorry. There you go. Got that that way. way. There you go. Hey, them shirts yeah. fresh as hell. Yeah, these yeah. were uh, <laughs> made by uh, my future sister-in-law, uh, Tessa's Aww. sister. Uh, and so, oh, what yeah. does the C and the H stand for? My, oh, and Lee. Our and last Lee. names. Yeah. Okay. Kyla and then the and back Hanley. is Kyla. Okay. Yeah. I need to talk to her, man. I'm trying and to sell my equipment. And on the sides, equipment. your name. Those are yes. nice. Yeah, it's pretty details. Yeah. Dope. I thought she ordered them like offline, yeah. so this is good, good quality. Yeah. So right. definitely dope. So y'all might see some 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 like these, but with the pie joint on there. So we need that. Yeah. So yeah. Shout out. You know, this, thanks for the gift. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, t- uh, like I said, <laughs> no, no, but um, yeah, but Tess also um, want you to shout out 
your social media and let people know your. Yeah, we want to hear her wrap up of the episode and then shout out all of your businesses, (laughs) businesses and everything like that too. Because it's your first time on the pod, you be creeping in the comments sometimes. Yeah, mostly creeping. Yeah, creeping. So I don't be biased. It'd be like, Tess is watching. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it go away. I don't know if you can make yourself like go Disappear. away. I'm here, but I ain't here. All right, yeah. <laughs> All right Tess, what's up? Um, How you feel yeah. about the episode and, and the assessment? Great. Yeah, I think it was great. I'm looking forward to see your session, um, you know. Oh, the, the therapy episode. You know? Yes. But oh um, I will say... Like starting off, I looking into premarital counseling, I thought that it would be kind of negative. You know, people think of counseling as a negative thing, but it was pretty positive. I think um, it helped us a lot um, and it made us feel a little bit more confident about our relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say go for it before you get engaged. Oh, okay. You know, like it's, um, it could be a preventative method. Yeah. I think for sure. Mm-hmm. So like I appreciate that. you and your time of course. and your wisdom. Mm-hmm. And we'll definitely continue to um, go through therapy sessions for sure. Okay. To help with um, communication and all that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shout out them socials for us. Um, you know, you can just follow me at Tessa <laughs> Hamley. Simple as that. No. Uh, what about the uh, YouTube channel? All that. You know, I don't like Okay, you ain't have you don't got to. I don't now. like to plug, but you know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> if you're a fan, you're a fan, like for real. Okay. <laughs> no, um, so, okay, what I have? I have a YouTube channel. It's called Naked in My Lupus. Mm. So I also have lupus, um, which is an autoimmune uh, disease. It's very ugly, but you know, my soldier here, we've been going there you through go. it together. Hey. And, um, and I have my family as like a huge support or whatever. So it's just, Pretty much like a vlog of me um, going through different challenges. And um, also I do hair, makeup. I um, have CBD lemonades and edibles and stuff like that. Um, so my company is called Asset Works, um, but we ha- we do so many different things, focus on dance fitness, mm-hmm. um, wellness, and beauty overall. Cool. Awesome. Well, I said it works. Better yeah. plug. What you yeah, mean? Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. It was a good episode, man. Just uh, it's my first experience hearing about premarital counseling. You know, as um, the only single person, y'all see the hat single. You ain't <laughs> the only single person. Oh, right, right. This is true. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about other reg. You know what I mean. <laughs> Don't block her bless. My bad. My bad. Yeah, my bad. It's two singles. Two singles on here. I gotta get you a hat. And um, you know, it's just good perspective seeing that man and seeing that. I guess you can do this even before you're engaged, which it sounded crazy initially, but I guess it make a lot of sense to go ahead and figure out where you align, put it on, put pen to paper, and see. See what's popping with y'all instead of just figuring shit out and just be like, you know, I like her. Might as well. You know what I'm saying? Jane and then realizing. Yeah. Might reali- as well get married. Right yeah. Too? And then realizing right. three years later that like ain't enough. Right. So, um, so that, yeah, it was a cool episode, man. I, I like I like hearing about this, man. Um, Yeah. So, um, we, I don't know when we're putting this episode out. Next, whatever, next, next, next week, maybe. I don't know. Probably next week. Yeah. (laughs) Next week. We put it out, man. Uh, Y'all make sure y'all follow us. Uh, We have the new Twitter page, 
Whereas with KB Pod, um, we probably got two posts on there right now. <laughs> we still got to put the graphics up, but I'm working on all that this week. Um, we'll be live on Tuesdays. Every Tuesday, release a new episode, and we go live in our Facebook group, YouTube. Uh, we go live on Twitch, um, all that. So y'all make sure y'all join the Facebook group, Words with KB Podcast. Everything else is Words with KB Podcast. Instagram, um, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Google Play, all that shit. So y'all make sure y'all follow us. If you have an iPhone or iTunes, make sure you give us that review. Five star, five star. If you don't mind, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if it's four star, just send that in my DMs, you know what I'm saying? We ain't got to <laughs> tell the public about that. But uh, we really appreciate those reviews. They really help us in uh, showing up on, uh, oh, this podcast is related to or it gives us validity on iTunes. So they'll show our podcast to other people. Um, so, you know, right now we just want to focus on getting the platform together, consistent and right. And then we want to we need y'all help with marketing. And, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, man, make a little Instagram story, man, and tag us on that shit, man. We want to see all that. Um, I want to say thank you again to Amy, which we're going to be doing a bunch of episodes in the next month and a half. Right. Mm-hmm. About three or four more episodes we got coming up. Uh Thank you, Tessa, for coming through. First time. We do be seeing you creeping in the oh, comments. What the hell did you just throw up? Queen. It was oh, no. Oh, no, Tess, stop. Oh, no. It was a queen. <laughs> Y'all are okay. so much. You got to talk queen. about that, what bro. Was that, that was no queen. I'm doing it. See, not everything is Greek. Yeah. Bro, oh, that looked like God. you did, like you, you practiced like it. That. Oh, wow. You know, Greek shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, that snaps. is a signal like, for a That crown. might be something. Okay. Who knows? It ain't we good. don't know it yet, so just do snaps. I ain't never heard that as queen. Stop <laughs> Who doing it. <laughs> what is wrong with you? It's the there's crowd. A, there's a, a girl that does that. What's the letter? Um, yeah, Aaliyah, Aaliyah, Janelle. Yeah, like that's that. it. Yeah. Y'all done made up a black girl name. No, it's on YouTube. Made up a black girl. Janelle. Uh, yeah, she's in LA. Janelle I think Keisha. she's in California. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hey man, thank it y'all for is. tuning the in. Cameras off. But yeah, thank y'all for tuning in, man. Time to wrap, man. Peace. <laughs> Lord, what well, is wrong with you? You don't Come have to show.